You are listening to audio from Ebenezer Baptist Church on the corner of Ebenezer Baptist and Pleasant Green Road. If you would like to learn more about our church, please go to ebcconnect.org. Now, here's our pastor with this week's sermon. Very worried. Because you're going, now wait a minute, if I check my watch at this point, um, we're not going to get out of here for a long time. Um, We'll just do a change of plans. And so this morning, I I want to just call your attention to to Revelation. There's There's a section of passages in the book of Revelation that, that very quickly has a lot to do with church. Um, there is a section of scriptures that are written to multiple churches here in, in early Revelation. Before you get into all the imagery um, of Revelation, that, that has this phrase in it or this, this, um, this sentence in it. It says, and you can find it, if you want to look and find it really easily, it's at the, the very last verse of chapter, or very last verse of chapter 3, Revelation 3.22, it says, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Now that, that may be, you may go, I don't understand how that fits. Well, let, me, let me see if I can explain to you very quickly. What Jesus does in, in sharing with John from the Isle of Patmos, John receives this revelation that he writes down for the churches to hear. And it's not one of those, hey, this is the universal church that needs to hear this. This is a church that needs to hear this. Because these were not churches like, they didn't have church universal where they put everything on the internet where you could read it and see it and, and, and all those kind of things. They were small churches in cities that needed to hear a specific word for that church. And so what was the reason that John was given this and it was shared among the churches? The answer is very simple. The church is incomplete apart from Christ and needs to mature. And until the church matures to the image of Christ, the church will always be lacking. The church will always look bad. So if somebody from outside the church comes and looks at the church as they see it, because every single person in here is a work in progress, if they were to look at us individually, if you came to my house and looked at me, if I came to your house and we looked at you, they would see an imperfect version of the church. Every single time. And yet, it is that same church that Jesus Christ died for that he holds up and says, this is the church. This is what I died for. This is what I want to present holy. This is what I want to present righteous. This is what I want to present in white. Guys, we've got a lot to do and we've got a lot to learn. We spent some time at the beach this week. We got to get away for a few days. And, and after the meeting last Sunday night, I was like, and, and Sarah mentioned, she goes, Bob's not going to abandon us. 
And I went, yes, I am. <laughs> For about five days, said, yes, I'm, I'm gone. I'm out of here. Well, we went down there, and it was just a, a time of refreshing, but it was also a time to look and say, okay, God, what do you want to do with the church? Not the church, but the church. What do you want to do with here? And how can this church be presented as beautiful for you? Well, that's where we want to be. And so I would say, students, if you look at this church, let's just take this section and you look back and look at them, you're not going to see perfection. Don't even look for it. Because it's not there. But if you hide behind the idea that you can't find perfection in them, then you've missed God. Because if God can hide behind any individual in this church, then he's a very small God. And I would say that for anybody. If anybody looks at anybody else in the church and says, that church is not perfect, it's got a bunch of hypocrites. Absolutely. Every single one of us in here is. And when we don't have that as the idea about who we are in Christ, that we have not arrived, why wouldn't there be hypocrites in the church? There's always hypocrites in the church. It's why we're here. Because we stink and stink. God has called us to be the church that he is working on. God has called us to be the church that he wants to present in beauty and splendor. So in one point, we can look at ourselves and say how wretched we are. At another point, we look forward to who we are in Christ and say how beautiful. It's the same way we see the cross. The ugliness of the cross and the beauty about what it produces when we trust Christ as our Savior. It's a vast difference. So we go back to Revelation. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Let's, let's just let's personalize this. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to Ebenezer Baptist Church. Now, what does God want of us? What is God asking us to do that would make us more like Christ? Because if the answer is to that question, when you look at the answer is that everything around me would be perfect and everything would come into order and every, all those things that would make me comfortable in this place, then maybe we've missed what actually maturing in Christ looks like. Because maturing in Christ is painful. Maturing in Christ, if you remember the skit with Susan up here and the, the chisel thing, it hurt. You remember that part? 
Us becoming more mature in Christ is not a pleasant experience necessarily, but is a purposeful experience and one that we submit ourselves to if we understand the vision that God has for us as a body. So let's have ears to hear. And not just ears to hear, but feet that move, hands that serve, and a heart that is soft to the purposes of Christ. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for your view of the church. That you see us presented as the body of Christ. And so God, we pray that you would help us to not be overwhelmed by the imperfection of the church, but you would, be, you would help us to see that even in our imperfection, us trusting you and allowing the Spirit talk to us and work in us, even if it's uncomfortable, that you would do that for your glory. And so God, we pray that you would work in here to accomplish what you want to. Not what we want to. What you want to. Because that would bring you glory. That would elevate Christ. God, we love you. We want you to be exalted and glorified in this place. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Guys, this morning we're going we're gonna to stand and we're going to do our invitation. But this is the invitation for you. You heard Jeremiah share a little bit about what it meant to be apart from Christ and then what it meant to come to Christ. There may be somebody in here that has never come to Christ. They may be separated by the sin that they've, that they've not given up and given over to Him and allowed the blood of the cross be applied to them, that forgiveness that's available through Christ. Ephesians 2.8.9 says, For by grace are you saved through faith. It is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. It is not of works, lest any man should boast. Guys, when you realize that you are in need of Christ because that sin separates you from God, then you come and say, I, I want to trust Christ and I want to give my life to Him. Therefore, I'm surrendering me to God. So this morning, you may be in that spot where you've never trusted Christ as your Savior. Thank you for listening to this audio from Ebenezer Baptist Church. We welcome you to join us next Sunday at 1030 a.m. for our weekly worship service.